This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. So much uproar over Lil Nas X getting satanic this week. There hasn't been such a satanic panic since that time Noah almost got expelled from Yeshiva Ram Bam for wearing a Judas Priest shirt. But then they realized it just said Jewish pay us. No worries. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Hey, sir, those little sideburns the Hasidic Jews have for our uh, our Goyim listeners. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. First Sometimes of all, officially called the Metal Injection Jewcast. Yes, go ahead, Noah. I just want to make a little correction. I did not go to Yeshiva Rambam. I went to Yeshiva Flatbush, and it was not a Judas Priest shirt. It was an ACDC shirt. Thank you. And actually, what was it was the- 97. Thank you. What was the design? What was the uh, design? It was Angus holding a pitchfork, and he was like like a caricature of the devil, and at the end of it was a bra and panties. Oh. <laughs> and I wore that to fifth grade. <laughs> uh, my parents uh, once took like a tropical vacation, and they got me a shirt, uh, and I wore it to school, and I didn't realize it, but there was a naked woman on the shirt. <laughs> It just looked like a woman on the beach, but turns out she was naked. It was like was a it, like a. Was it one of those shirts where it was a woman's body, like drawn? Yeah. And they made you wear that. Yeah, and I didn't even. And so, like the whole day when I was standing, I had to like wear hold something over my shirt because I didn't want to get suspended. Do you still have the shirt? Time. No, I don't. Sadly. But you have a brand new edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. We're live every Tuesday, 6 o'clock Eastern to 7.30 p.m. Eastern. In a few moments, we will be joined by uh, somebody we talked a lot about around these parts. The mm-hmm. webmaster of Lamb Goat, Alex, is going to be popping into the show. That should be very exciting to finally talk to him. We've talked about his website so much on the show. Uh, and Noah sometimes browses it during the show. He's like a, a living live cast meme, and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Interesting. Uh, well, I tipped him off to it. Uh, I tipped him off to it a little bit, but we'll explain it to him. He'll be on momentarily. But I do want to mention, if you are a fan of the live cast, if you enjoy what, what you hear uh, by listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever podcasts uh, are available, and you would like yourself some more podcasts, from the Metal Injection Livecast, we do bonus episodes on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Every month, we do about two episodes a month now. And uh, we had some really fun episodes this month. We did a Hall of Fame for, uh, who did we do the Hall of Fame on? We did Mark B. We did uh, uh, the Mashiach song. And uh, what was the third thing? Is it the trope guy? Or was yeah. that last yeah, month? That was right. Uh, feels like feels like forever ago. And then uh, the middle of the month episode. Uh, so basically, we revisited three of our favorite characters from shows past and really dive deep into it. And then uh, also this month's bonus episode was a heavy metal parking lot watch along where we found out way too much about one particular member of the heavy metal parking lot. <clears throat> and April is just around the corner. We really found out way too much about every member of the heavy metal parking yeah. lot. Just one of them yeah. stands out. That's fair. Yes. And uh, and then uh, April 1st, we're going to be finally 
unleashing a episode that we've talked about a while where we watched the Lemmy documentary. Uh, Lemmy, 49% motherfucker, 51% son of a bitch is the full title. The real title, by the way, not a joke. Sounds like we're making that up. And uh, came out in 2011. And we always talk about one particular scene in the film where... Uh, let me uh, shows off his Nazi memorabilia and let me tell you we had a lot to say about that scene during the watch along and the doc in general it was a very fun watch a lot of fun comedy so that goes up later this week that goes up April 1st so that's Thursday morning uh, first thing Thursday morning you could watch along with us I don't want to give too much away but I want to say this without any spoilers I think this is our best Patreon video so far Wow. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I think this is our best, our best watch along for sure. Our best. I, this is my, the most enjoyable of the watch alongs that we've done. The other it's, things are like apples and oranges. I don't want to pit them against each other, but we blew the doors off with this is the, I had so much fun recording this. Yeah. It's a good one. And, uh, and it's our longest episode too. It came in at two and a half hours. So plenty of hang time, with the metal injection live cast. And if you're listening live right now, it's Tuesday, and you want to be a part of the show, you can give us a call. 213-WIDE-NUT is the number. That's 213-943-3688. And uh, right now, we have our guest on the line. Let's let him in. Let's let him uh, set up while we uh, introduce him. And if you want to talk to Alex... And ask him a question or hope that his van flips. Uh, once again, the number two one three wide nut. That's that's a lamb goat meme. It's okay. That was a that was a bad one, Rob. Sorry. Um, well, we don't even know if he owns a, a, a van. So, Alex, welcome to the show. It's great to to finally uh, talk to you in person, muted. like face to face. You're muted, by the way. Oh yes, we need to get you to unmute. There we go. And uh, the wonderful world of uh, Zoom is also yeah. a great way to have live technical difficulties. It's uh, we cannot hear you. hear you. Rob, are you doing this on purpose? Is this like a power know, move on your part? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am not doing this on purpose. Can Alex hear us? He, yes, he, he can hear us. Oh, okay. Of course. I mean, we, we sound great, I'm sure. <laughs> He's got and, uh, some fidgeting to do. He's figuring it out. His uh, the website is lambgoat.com. You might anything, have heard of it. Anything? There we oh, go. There, we are. Oh, there okay. he is. Sorry about that. Okay. No worries. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Uh, thanks for having me. Pleased to meet you all. Yeah, you know we've uh, we've been talking for like almost fifteen years now, but this is our first face to face encounter. So yeah, that's. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, and I don't uh, own a van, just for the record. Okay, you do own the same the same hat as Sid, though. Yeah, is there going to be yeah, any wow. conflict here? Yeah. It's like good versus evil. With I've been hats. trying to bring them back for a while. It's <laughs> not, I'm not with taking, you. But two of us get them one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess I should have a background. Sorry, you get my <laughs> my basement. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I thought that was the background. Well, everybody else has these, you know. I don't yeah. even know what to say. 
amusing backgrounds controversial backgrounds we just don't want to show our clutter so we just find some sort of i look like a like a captive in like a beheading video so you don't want to see my background if i I have that. that sounds oh. pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to so, say, Rob, my room is very neat. Speak for yourself. Sure. I speak completely for myself. I don't want to show my clutter. Uh, and, uh, you know, just to just to clue you in, Alex, you know, we talk about Lamb Goat here on the Metal and Direction Livecast all the time. We have a group thread throughout the week. And what kind of happens during the week is we send each other links for show topics. And many times over the years, I would send a link to a story that I wrote uh, about like a big news story for the week. And then uh, a few hours, perhaps a day later, Noah will send a link to the same story, but it's from lamb goat, <laughs> you know, a reliable news source. Why wouldn't I send it? Well, I appreciate that. Noah, <laughs> I think perhaps she doesn't enjoy mobile friendly sites. Cause I'm, Probably the last non-mobile friendly site <laughs> in existence. So perhaps that's it. But despite being not mobile friendly, still very good typography on the site. Very easy to read, even on a mobile phone. Oh, really? <laughs> I good love the simple. Let me just gush for a little bit. I love the simplicity oh. of Lamb Goat. You just go and it's very straightforward. There's no f- like flashy pop-ups or you know rotating banners, and it's just like very straightforward. And I just get to what I want. And I, just, I like that. I want to say if I appreciate that. I don't know if you you may not be aware, but when Rob compliments your typography or your kerning, <laughs> man, you are in. You are That's just the in. Highest praise. All right. Duly noted. I've not spent a lot of time uh, evaluating the kerning <laughs> or typography. I'll admit just works. Uh, but hey, if it ain't broke, I won't fix it. How long? How long has Lamgo been around? When did it launch? Uh. It started in 1999, I suppose. Wow. So oh, wow. it's been a long time and I've really accomplished nothing. Uh, I've, oh. I've let it languish. <laughs> uh, probably I'd say Lamgoat peaked uh, and I'll be self-deprecating. It peaked in 2006 or seven. Uh, throughout that whole time, I've had a full-time job. So it's always just been a whatever. I do it when I can. And I've never really had any help other than, you know, some writers here and there, but uh, I built it myself, which is why I have not updated the actual website technologically in so long, because I just haven't had the time. And I no disrespect to any of the sites that use it, but I wanted to avoid the whole metal press uh, thing, um, especially because my day job is a software engineer. So I thought like I should actually build it. Um, but yeah, it's been so long since I've done anything and it's, it's a technological, uh, dump and, uh, it's not mobile friendly and it's a real pain. Pretty quick. Rob, if you would see what I have to go through to post a news article, like I literally have to, I have this shitty, uh, content management thing that I built. And so I post the news there, but it's not fit for Facebook. It's not fit for anything. Uh, so I have to go, I log into SQL server manually through management studio. I manually update a couple fields in there and then I have to go back, save it on the website to invalidate whatever stupid cache I built. And, uh, so like 10 minutes later, it's actually fit for publishing. It's horrible, which is one of the reasons that 
like I haven't posted a ton of news because it's such an arduous process. So for all of those reasons, uh, I'm not as, uh, say, responsive often as I should be or consistent. I try and get like a big story as it happens. But other than that, like there's not a whole lot of consistency there. I suppose if you look at it over the course of two decades, there's consistency. But from a day to day basis, there's not. However, I'm excited to say that that will all be changing in about 10 years. No, I'm kidding. That's about, <laughs> about three months. Uh, the new site is like almost done um, wow. and it will be mobile friendly. And I'm going to try and sort of honor uh, the site as it exists now, uh, because I do have some people that say, you know what, it looks dated or it's not like every other site, but I appreciate that I can go to your homepage or whatever and see pretty much everything in one fell swoop without having to scroll a uh, page, et cetera. So I'm going to try and um, uh, honor that sort of uh, paradigm and we'll see what happens. But if nothing else, it'll enable me to post things uh, a lot more rapidly. So the volume uh -oh. of news posts should go up and maybe, you know, it'll be decent for a change. So basically this is what should have happened in 2009 ish. Um, but didn't because I started procreating and oh. doing other things. And now I have like 18 kids and I feel you do have a whole army of children. I do. I do. Yeah. Rob yeah. is very powerful. Seaman. Now, you know, you have, wow. you, have three, you have three months to take a pickaxe to his servers. And I guess <laughs> you have a time frame. <laughs> well, Every, I mean, everything I do goes right into Rob's pockets, pretty much. So, uh, I have to keep that in mind. I don't want to assist too much. Lamb goat success is my success because exactly. we, we run their we run their ads. So, uh, I'm all for lamb goat. Uh, so did it start like you just wanted an excuse to like uh, do programming? Because that's kind of why I started building websites. Uh, pretty when much, I was a kid too. I think at that time, well. Uh, yeah, I just started, my father owned an advertising agency at the time. And I, uh, because the web was new in the late nineties, uh, he needed someone that could help. And so pretty much I learned it there. And then I needed a live actual environment with which to experiment, figure things out. And I thought, well, I like music and I like music. That's not necessarily, uh, normal, at least, <laughs> um, from standard conventions, uh, Obviously for us, it's perfectly normal and sane, but for other people like my mom, you know, it's not. So I did that. I launched it. And at the time, I don't know, you know, you guys were probably like 14 or something, but there wasn't a whole lot online for underground music. Like there'd be a site and it might get updated once a week. Um, I think it was a site called Loudnet. I, I remember a few of them. But literally, you would like just check in every five days to see if something happened. Uh, so the, the, the playing field was wide open. And um, to my advantage, uh, by postings, by doing daily or even, you know, uh, biweekly updates, I was already ahead of the game. So it just kind of took off. I didn't expect it to. It was just a little hobby project thing. And I think what happened is I did. I think I interviewed Trustkill Records um near the beginning and at the time that was like the underground hardcore label and they sent a lot of traffic my way for that and suddenly it just snowballed from there and there was also no 
Facebook. There was no MySpace, no Twitter. It was you just guys had message message boards, boards right? Yeah. Right, and that was pretty much the only way one could communicate in semi real time. Not a, there was chat, but chat gets annoying because you know you feel it's burdensome. Like you have to participate in real time, or they feel like you're ignoring you, or the conversation right. ceases. As opposed to a message board where you can post something, come back ten minutes later, and the conversation continues. Uh, so what we didn't have though were all those. Um, distractions or those detractors from Lamgoat time. There was, you know, no Facebook, which was probably, you know, the biggest help. Uh, but yeah, so the message board was the thing. And the message board in like circa 2005, 2006 was like ridiculous. The best. It, it was the best. It, it was, really was. It was exciting, but yeah, it was a, it was a pain in the ass for me. Um, <laughs> like I would go to bed at 10 p.m. and wake up at I don't know, five or six, and there'd be like hundreds of new threads, uh, racist shit, uh, sexist stuff, just spamming. So every morning was like cleaning up from what they called themselves the night crew. It would basically come in and it was like, you know, 4chan time where they would just- I was going to say- As much chaos as they could. It's almost like a predecessor to 4chan too. Like you, because it was like dark, edgy humor, but then it it can veer off into like just- yeah, there was so much <laughs> right. good gossip on it too. I just remember getting so much gossip; it was oh, very really? entertaining, like music-related gossip, just or? scene you know, gossip. Yeah, just people. Yeah, sh- like, I mean, like, who who knows if it's true? But like, you know, like some singer getting called out for. Yeah, you know, uh, well, there was stuff. a lot of that. There was all, it, it, but it got. I don't say it got weird. It got strange in that these people started meeting. Um, we had like message board marriages. There were a couple kids born. There were people who would call people they hated and try and get them fired from their job. Like they'd find out where they worked and they'd call up and be like, you know, so-and-so killed a dog last week. Did you know about this? And Aww. it was just this byproduct <laughs> that people I have to didn't ruin anticipate. Good things? Uh, it's humans. They're, they're horrible. So I feel like, like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's, uh, no, I was just going to say, so it was nice in that there was a shitload of activity, but by the same token, it was, it was a pain in the ass for me. And I had a love hate. Well, I still have a love hate relationship with it, I suppose. Well, it, did you ever have like a, like a Frankenstein's monster moment? Like, what did I, what did I create here? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like sometimes, time. you know, your I, intentions are good, but. I would find myself apologizing to industry people when I talk to them. I'd be like, yeah, I run lamb goat. Sorry. Um, <laughs> for whatever, you know, not only just the message board, but the comments, the news comments became a bad thing too. Like to the degree where people who were fans of the site, like Jake Bannon or whoever would go on and see the, like these comments about them. And they, they knew it wasn't lamb goat, but at some point mm-hmm. it's hard to separate the, the website from the people that run it and the assholes who post there. So it's, you know, a lot of people got turned off that we, that we enabled that sort of forum. Um, and I'll admit, uh, I tried my best to moderate it, but a lot of things existed there that shouldn't have. And in any case, pissed off a lot of people um, that otherwise liked the site. So I would have to sort of do damage control half the time when I spoke to people in the industry. Which Did you again, notice? It was a pain in the ass. Well, like, like I noticed in 2016, 2015 ish, like commenting kind of changed. <laughs> Did you notice that? Oh. Like, like with like the whole, like there was like this weird, like, things were so much different early in the, in the, in the aughts than in the, in the tens, let's say, where like 
uh, it wasn't as, as aggressive and, and, and like, and now I feel like, whereas before I look forward to the comments. Now I almost feel like uh, comments on a lot of things shouldn't exist, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And I think that, that, has happened to, I mean, I think TMZ took down their comments. Yahoo took down come. Uh, I know the Philadelphia Inquirer just took theirs down because it's, yeah, the, the tenor of society and that sort of environment and forum is just, is dreadful. And uh, not only from a legal standpoint, it's just the, the optics of that sort of thing and allowing that just becomes more of a hassle than it's worth. And that that's pretty much how it was for me. I knew I'd be sacrificing some income by saying no more news comments, but I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Not only the moderation, but just people thinking I'm, you know, somehow uh, accepting uh, whatever level of uh, depravity exists there. Now I will say I'm going to be bringing news comments back, but it's, I'm going to, I'm not sure exactly how uh, the moderation is going to take place, but it's going to be locked down uh, much more. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to do is, you know, read about someone who just died and then it's 50 comments of, you know, he sucked. The world's a better place now, blah, 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 which was always the way it was. So I, I don't know exactly. Maybe I'll put my, you know, bevy of children to work moderating uh, <laughs> something, but I want to bring them back for and have the good comments, but not the bad comments. So if I can make that happen, I'm going to try to make that happen, recognizing that it's going to be a struggle, especially in, in maybe our you just, corner of the world. Maybe you just put that behind like a paywall and then the true fans. <laughs> That's something I've considered. Uh, uh, yeah. Everything's on the table. I want to, I want to, I want it so people can comment, but um, yeah, I, I need a good way of not having all the bullshit and perhaps a paid wall is the, the op, the most optimal way of doing that. I just don't know. Paywalls kind of yeah annoy me by the yeah. same token. And I never wanted to do that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to figure it out, but I just, you know, I want to, I always like the news comments, the good comments, because it was, you know, you want that instant feedback. You want to see if your impression of something you're reading jives with the general populace, again, in our small corner of the world. Um, and not having that, I feel like it, it loses or it's lost some communal aspect. But yeah, the, the bullshit, um, bad stuff has to go. So if I can find a happy medium there, I'm going to do it. And if not, then the comments will continue to cease to exist. Did you ever think about, or was there a moment where you considered doing this uh, full time? Like I know you mm -hmm. dabbled in trying to do a label and look, I mean, as someone who does it full time, it's, it was quite a difficult leap and I do not have children. So it's much easier for me uh, to yeah. do it. Uh, so uh, how is that for you? Well, that, that's pretty much as strange as it may be. Uh, that's pretty much the deciding factor there. The family thing. Um, if I had, no family, no kids at the time, you know, when, again, when it was at its peak uh, around the same time you guys took it to the next level, you know, I'd probably be in the same boat. It was just, I had a secure job with healthcare and benefits and all the stability I needed. Um, and I just was never ballsy enough to make that leap. Uh, and part of me regrets it. Um, part of me doesn't. Um, but yeah, it was definitely something I considered. I just, 
I it was too risky for me. At least I felt that way, particularly it, it, it with the capriciousness <laughs> of our income. You know, whether yeah. it's banner advertising or it, you know, there's <laughs> well, there's no stability. Um, so, but that for that reason, that's why I never got to the next level that you know you and Metal Sucks and some other sites were were able to get to. That and I never really wanted to cover the bigger, bigger bands, which I've sort of opened up my horizon a little bit over the years but um that is limiting as well there's only so many you know was there a moment like fans out there was there a moment back in the day um where like your press credentials got you into a situation that was like oh cool i can't believe i'm meeting this person or that i'm seeing this or experiencing this any like highlight moment you know through a press credential that that should have been the case, <laughs> but it wasn't because I was like a hermit. I did all mm. my, you know, I would not go to, I went to a few shows here and there, but part of it is where I live. I live in like an hour and a half North of Philly and there are not a lot of good shows around here. And if I want to go to Philadelphia to watch a show, then it's like a whole day affair or at least a half day affair. I got to drive down there and, deal with that and wait around. And then four hours later, the show's over and I got to drive another hour and a half back. So again, with the family and my interests, uh, I'd rather like sit on the couch and read a book. I'm just, I'm not antisocial, but I often can't be bothered to go through the the production of getting to a show. If there was a venue down the street, uh, yeah, I probably would have done that. But uh, so to answer your question, there's been a few times where I've gotten to do things that, you know, we're cool. Like I remember going to sounds of the underground in 2006 and I had this all access pass and I just would wander around backstage and was like going through gore shit and watched vision of disorder from the stage and sat in a dressing room and drank beer with the black Dahlia murder and stuff, but like never to the level where I'm meeting, uh, you know, Ozzy or something, but that's mostly because lamb goat still, you know, it's a big deal for like converge fans, but the big bands that would really like uh, mean something to me. Um, yeah, we're not on that level. I- I'm not barbecuing with Dave Grohl. Oh, like, oh, oh, well, that's the mark of a real. <laughs> but uh, I'm a bit, I'm a bit envious, I'll say. But no, so I've, you know, I've used Lambgo to get in a, a few shows here and there, but mostly I've probably been to like five shows in the last ten years. So <laughs> there's oh, wow. not a lot of opportunity for me to, to try and utilize whatever cachet lamb goat has or doesn't have. Uh, you were, you you were the, on the road hold on one second you were on the road for sounds of the underground for like a few shows right like i remember you you had like a booth or something was that- i had a booth but that was not the twas not i it was some oh, okay asked if he could he like got this whole like lamb goat banner thing made and set up a booth to sell cds and so he actually toured with them but i only went to one show that year in jersey and then the following year i went to a show in philly but I guess they didn't make as much money that first or at least the year I went uh, because the second year, the first year was in an amphitheater like Camden where like fish would play and Bruce Springsteen, like a huge deal. Um, And then the second year they went to uh, in Philly, the electric factory, which is probably about 3000, you know, capacity. And it was like, it wasn't the festival atmosphere. So my only takeaway was, well, the bill was a little weaker. I feel after. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that year, 
Every Time I Die was there and Darkest Hour and the Acacia Strain and that rapper Necro guy who people were throwing batteries at. Oh, yeah. Office. People hated him. I remember that. that he was, was like, wild. he was he was cutting promos on the on the people. Yeah, I remember that. He was a here too. strange dude. Uh, we were in Jersey for that. It was so fun. It was like the same day as Live Aid. Uh, and so there was a big projection in the backstage area play. And like, I just remember watching Pink Floyd's reunion with like a life once lost and Testament members. And we're all just <laughs> wait, like, which, wow. which year was that? That was the, uh, the first year. Oh, the first year. All right. Uh, well, year? yeah. And that just shows what an old man I was rather than going to wherever it was that day. I was actually at a friend's house sitting by myself in a room. Cause they were out in the deck drinking and I was watching the Pink Floyd performance because I'm like a huge Floyd head and Same. I didn't want to miss it. Nobody else cared. So I was like by myself watching it. And I, would, all, I wouldn't have been able to go to a show because I would have, you know, it would have been too much. I need to focus on Floyd. <laughs> we were yelling at the screen when they cut away to like John Norris from like the best <laughs> part of Comfortably Numb or whatever it was. It that, was so that's dumb. sacrilege. What was, what's your, what's your favorite Pink Floyd record? <laughs> Well, it's changed over the years. Or of the moment. Yeah, I agree. For me as well. That's a tough one. I'm almost to the point where I've listened to them all so much. I'll say probably, um, I think the album that I love to listen to the most that everybody roundly considers the worst Pink Floyd album is The Final Cut. Um, I love The Final Cut. I think it gets so much shit. It's a brilliant album. Uh, But Animals... um, is probably you know my favorite at this point but that's because i listen to the wall and dark side so much that that they made me sick so while i'm a huge floyd person i don't really listen to him too much anymore because i've already you know listened to them too much i actually have been on a steely dan kick for like the last two months and it's not ending and it's kind of getting frightening to me (laughs) (laughs) metal is the one that i keep going back to for pink floyd okay well you know, like the most one of my favorite Floyd songs ever, Fearless, is on metal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a deep cut, but um, metal's a great one. Any, anything in the 70s, um, except, well, actually, I'd say metal through the wall. You know, those are all. Did That's you go see Roger Waters? the first time in months that Rob's mentioned liking metal. Good job, Rob. <laughs> 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 I, I've, oh, catch. I've seen Roger Waters metal. like eight times. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I went he to was one of the few shows. people that I'd actually like leave my house to see yeah and this is all very weird for the guy who writes about like you know metalcore and shit because (laughs) i don't have a lot of allegiance at least live but again it's because i'm older now if i was you know 19 20 23 then fine i'd probably be out and about and watching these shows but i don't listen to a whole lot of heavy stuff um I was going to say, like, how do you like, I'm, I'm sure you get sick of it. You know, like you, you can only hear so many breakdowns. Like for me, I can't listen to, for example, new gent band, like band, uh, gent yeah. bands that are new. Cause it's just like, okay, this, there's nothing, there's nothing new here for me. I don't need it. Yeah. It's all, you know, retreads. I mean, I'll hear a song here and there where I'm like, I can appreciate this. It's good. Uh, like the latest Vale of Maya song, you know, it's like, I dig it, but not to the degree where I find myself like putting it on repeatedly to jam to. It's just, I have this sort of distance from the music now where I I evaluate it from a critical standpoint, but I don't find myself particularly moved by it. That's not to say, you know, if I hear a good breakdown, you know, I'll still appreciate that and maybe go back and listen to it. But yeah, I'm not, 
I'm not listening to these albums front to back. That's why I don't review much anymore uh, because I can't stomach listening to it. Not that I hate it. It's just there's so much other things at my stage, that's this stage of my life that I'd rather be doing um, than listening to this music. Not that I don't like it. It's just I'm an old man. You know, I'd You've rather, experienced. I'd rather yeah. read like whatever people mag actually that's not true uh, you should write <laughs> reviews that are just a review of what you did instead of listen to this album that would be more compelling than than a lot of what is read but uh, unfortunately what i do is is slightly more monotonous than the album itself it'll be <laughs> me watching a seinfeld rerun or grilling salmon or i don't know Tuning my guitar. Really, I live a very unexciting life, I must say. But I'm cool with that. that. Exciting. You know, you mentioned uh, Rob talking about his time barbecuing with Dave Grohl. Right. Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Rob also is very, very good drinking buddies uh, with Chad Kroger. Uh, detailed on this show is that, was that the same party or... it, was that, it was at the same party uh, okay so uh well yeah so <laughs> where i was grilling with dave Grohl, just to give you the context is uh there's like a, a music instrument convention nam which we right, go right. to yeah to solicit ads and uh they have like a Dimebag Daryl Memorial show every year. And the last two years that they did it, uh, Grohl would come down with his barbecue thing and cook for everyone. And so just all these artists are in the area anyway. Uh, so they come down to this thing because it's the only like hang. And uh, Chad, is that Kroger, was close friends call him, by the way. Grohl, is that like a thing that only the inner circle gets to say? I, I, I don't, I, I have, I am not in that circle, so I, I can't oh, speak. Okay. Uh, but uh, Chad Kroger is uh, was really Kroger. close friends with Dimebag Daryl and Vinnie Paul. Uh, he they even wrote a song for Dimebag. I I learned after. So he yeah. was there, and he was drawn like he was so he was a party animal, and we there was a line for for the booze. Uh, and we were like next in line and Chad Roger really uh, wanted drinks. So he cut the line and he to cut the line. He gave the bartender a hundred dollar tip and he bought our round for us for cutting the line. So it's like I that's all you need to do for me to be friends with you. Oh, <laughs> buy a drink. Absolutely. Yeah. So money, now I'm friends with Chad Kroger. Money rules. Well, that and Dave Grohl recognized you, though, if, I, if I'm recalling correctly from some like video you did. That's right. Yes. Which Dave Grohl did awesome. recognize me. That was the most surreal thing ever. And I still can't really believe it happened just from like a, a video I did with Guar. Uh, really, he recognized oh, just a video I did with Guar. <laughs> no big deal. Well, I, know. I used to work for their label, so I I conned them into hiring me and Frank to produce like video content for them. And one of them was just like a skit where I interviewed Dave Brocky, where like the joke was, I mean, it's slightly less funny now, but that right. he is a, a drug addict stealing stuff from Guar uh, to get drugs, which is the Guar joke. And yeah. so he he's seen this video a million times. He showed it. He was quoting the video to me, like quoting my lines to, to me verbatim. Like it was, he wasn't being yeah, a poser. That, <laughs> see that like to, to return to Noah's question. That is like 
some sort of surreal moment that I've never experienced. But the fact that Dave Grohl might have been, I don't know, sitting at his kitchen table, eating toast and his boxers watching you um, is kind of a mind fuck. Frank. I agree with you. I'm, well, I'm Rob, right there Rob with is, you. Rob is being modest, but Dave Grohl actually operates a, a Robert Pazbani fanzine. Uh, <laughs> it's all print. It's not even online. It's yeah, I need a subscription to that. Old school. Yeah. It's called Rob Goat. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Yeah, well, that was the worst mistake I made naming it Lamb Goat because the times over the years I've been asked what Lamb Goat is, it's like I just want to smack people. Um, not that they don't know it's a website, but they're looking for some sort of, I don't know, some like the band name deep thing. meeting, deep meaning. And well, if I wear a Lamb Goat t shirt, for instance, it's just like I know I'm going to get asked like 50 times. What's a Lamb Goat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By like old women at the cash, you know, at the, the supermarket counter or my aunt Mabel, who the knows. But yeah, and I never have a good answer. <laughs> Do you have anything? Like, oh, okay. No, I'll go just, ahead. I'll just say, do you have anything in mind? Like, if you could go back in time and change it, like, what would you call the website? Battle Injection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Um, I, well, let me say it's annoying for me, but by the same token, like, it's kind of a memorable name. So I feel like. Yeah. It's not the metal this, metal that, or hard this, or loud, um, which I kind of appreciate now in retrospect. Like, I went a different route. Uh, but that's a tough question. I, I don't know. I feel like anything else would just sound generic, you know? Yeah, I regret naming it Metal Injection. I feel it's limiting. Like yeah, I can it's only a little long, metal. too. Like, its length has to be a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah, too many syllables. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like that you guys are two syllables. Rob so what wanted would you to have do- named it, oh, Rob? Sorry. If not metal ejection, if you could go back. He wanted to do an onomatopoeia, like, and then he heard of Kerrang, so he's like, fuck, that oh. sucks, I can't. <laughs> See, that nobody, that, that's a problem, because nobody ever knows how to spell it. And you always wanted to be able to say your name, .com, and then people like don't have to f- try and figure out how to get there. It took months. I, I I wish I still had my notebook of like different. <laughs> I'd names. like to see, yeah, all the rejected ones. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I remember I really, really thought about what the name should be, and like Ooh, I, delicious. I but I knew, <laughs> at at the time, at the time, I knew I wanted metal in it because it would instantly explain what it was. But looking back, it's you know it's limiting now. Like it, it, it I I mean I do cover rock more rock bands now, but right. uh, you know like. I should I should have, you know, thought of that. But I thought you were going to say that like, right. is is uh, is limiting. Like, you oh know. yeah, well that too. Also, the drug references were way funnier to me <laughs> <laughs> as a as a twenty year old. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I I think it's worked out for you. Um, yeah, it's yeah right. now that with the vaccine injections are cool. Uh, yeah, again, that's Rob. true. Yeah, it's very that's marketable. Great. That's a good point. Well, yeah, I do want to. It depends who the audience is. Oh well, yeah, that's well, yeah. Yeah, 50% of America doesn't think it's so cool. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I've ever shared the story on the air before, but when we do our videos, we would, you know, our, our intro line is like, and you're getting your fix of metal injection. And we had uh, Mike from I Hate God, who is a recovering heroin addict. Uh, and we <laughs> asked him to to do it. And I, I, I it was the first time that it like, I connected that. He's like, Man, that's fucked up. I don't want to say that. <laughs> like, oh, he did say you... that to you when you asked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, he never wrote it. about him again. That's the kind uh, of thing that doesn't occur to you till like it happens. 
Exactly. Exactly. And then you're just like screwed because you weren't prepared. It's like, oh, I was just, it's just an edgy joke that I've never been called out on until this very moment. (laughs) You know, you're right. It isn't funny. Well, he wound up saying, uh, uh, you're, you're watching, um, you're surrendering to a higher power on metal injection. (laughs) (laughs) Fairly profound. (laughs) For a guy who, I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's doing well. I'm not really up to date on the Mike Williams. Thing. Yeah, I think I think they're putting out music. Uh, well, yeah, they they so. Yeah, I, he, you know, I just posted a review for that album. So like there's a new album. Hopefully yeah, it's not on Relapse Record. I'll have to ask Noah what's on my homepage so I can. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for hanging out with us. Man. You fit right in with us. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate it. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. Uh, it was a delight and yeah i'll be here in the basement for the next 10 years so maybe we guys can have follow any up. Yeah. yeah maybe we can follow up in three months when you launch the mobile <laughs> That's yeah, when you launch the new site well we'll have you back on we'll, we'll talk development we'll talk yeah you know, hey let's talk i'll code. let you know if i if i know how to make my way around it because i'm pretty challenged when it comes to stuff like that well I'm oh, gonna, yeah. beta i might have i might have to hit you up to do some beta testing yeah. and uh, uh <laughs> you can tell me if it if it sucks frankly but Noah has a Nokia flip phone, so it might not be the best. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I'm about 10 years behind everyone else. I got to stick with Perfect. that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, the, web, the website is lambgoat.com. Thank you. Like, oh, Alex. shit. I'm so sorry. I, I better mention this. We also yeah. have a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mention Go ahead. it because I have someone who does the podcast, and – he puts in a lot of time for really no financial reward at all. And um, that is the Van Flip podcast. And sometimes I join, sometimes I don't. But prior to the pandemic, he was, you know, he would record them in person. Like he'd pick up Franz from Attila at the oh venue, bring him to his place, feed him tequila, whatever. Um, so it was actually pretty cool. But the pandemic made it all like Zoom and Skype based, which kind of blows. But in any case, Recognizing that the pandemic will hopefully, maybe, kind of, I hope, end at some point. Yeah, we get back to that. But yeah, so that's the Van Flip podcast. And thank you, Dave, for running that. And we try and put a new uh, episode out every Tuesday. Uh, I think our next one is Buzz from the Melvin. So check it out. Yeah, where I ask him if anyone calls him Roger. (laughs) Nice. Why not? He seemed taken aback by that. <laughs> and I, I owe you an eternal gratitude for introducing me to Horse the Pant. <laughs> Debt of gratitude. <laughs> Debt of no, gratitude. Now that you mentioned that, that was the one band I tried to meet at the Sounds of Underground. Uh, like I sought them out in the parking lot where all the vans and buses park, depending on your, you know, your level of stardom, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they were the only band not there. I was told they went sneaker shopping. And so I never got to meet Horse the Band. Yeah, and you got so many people into that band that road just just by including that. They are a in your links fascinating section. band. It did mention <laughs> um, sounds of the underground, and uh, I think the first time I ever really heard of Lamb Goat was when we were at Sounds of the Underground, and we interviewed the Devil Wears Prada, like kind of pranking them, like a asking them dumbass questions. No, oh. they were kind of like, ah, you're from fucking Lamb Goat, aren't you? Like, that was their first. No, no, no. We read Lamb Goat. They, they were asking, we were like, oh, we don't even like Metal Injection. We read Lamb Goat. That was their. Oh, is that what they said? Oh, I yeah. think they got pissed off at us. Well, 
I'm sorry that was at your expense, but that's a great response. <laughs> that was funny. It was hilarious. Both of us aren't sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Thank you. It's fine. It's fine. Well, that's cool. That's funny. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Alex. Uh, much success uh, with Lambda. Thank you. You that's too. Nice and you. and all of you, I, I will have to uh, check back in the live cast. I yeah. never watched. But now I'm such a narcissist. Uh, I had to pay attention and I will watch going forward. But again, thank you, Noah, for sending Rob news to post that he's already posted and uh, <laughs> just making him feel inadequate. Yeah. That's, My yeah, pleasure. Nice. Good to have a rivalry. He needs an ego check once in a while. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. Amen to that. I keep him down to earth. Good job. All, All right, guys. That's I'll enough. Let you go. Thank you. Thanks, All right, Alex. Have a good All one, right. Alex. See you. Great. All right. That was Alex from some other website. I always said great for great job containing yourself and not having being petty about the same hat being worn. I'm trying, you know, I, 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 I welcome people to the family. I don't want to hat shame my I mean, my I think mine is was a nicer hat. It was a, it was a little bit like I kept envisioning like a 1950s sitcom where the two ladies would wear the same dress, you know, and one of them had to go change or they weren't going to the party. <laughs> It, I, yeah. I mean, it did cross my mind, but there were different colors. At least I have the black one. He had the white one. So it's fine. But it's a look like they're, you know, with the with the thicker glasses and stuff. I so suppose. you're going to run into someone who has a similar look. I don't run into people. Well, you used to run into people eh, infrequently, but yes. Pandemic has yeah. been great for me. I say the pandemic is your excuse to keep doing what you were doing. Uh-huh. And now my excuses are just extra cautious. I have to say early on in the pandemic, Sid, I very much share that sentiment. I'm like, you know, all right, I'm I'm fine with taking a break from hanging out. But now, now I'm I'm very much missing it, you know, like a year in. I'm I'm of two minds. I'm missing it, but also having anxiety is too strong of a word, but let's just use it here. Like this anxiety about like having to make plans with people again yes. <laughs> you know like yeah. it's been nice it, it's it's been nice and not nice but there's been a niceness to not having anything to do the way <laughs> you know, i would it, sum it up is like i am i miss having the option of doing that if i want to but i don't actually miss doing it here that's the thing you're right the thing that i i miss is the relief of canceling plans <laughs> Which I don't have now because I don't have plans, <laughs> so I can't cancel them. Oh, I love that. That, that was wonderful. Yeah, that's one of the best feelings, isn't mm -hmm. it, Sid? Yeah. Now, a, now like I have a thing today, but I could just not do it. Let's well, just text the person a lie about why I can't make it, and then but it's I can the hang worst out at home feeling. It's the worst feeling leading up to it, where you're just like, "Oh God, I, I really don't, I really don't," and then it's just like such a relief just being honest and just being like, "I can't." Or being dishonest, whatever it is, whatever, whatever. gets you out yeah. of it. I would tell you what a better feeling than that is like waking up on Christmas morning when you are you don't want to do something and the person cancels on you. Mm. Oh and yeah, out of the blue when know, they you, do it for you. Yeah, you're trying to work yourself up into it, and then they just, hey man, I just can't make it. I'm sorry. Oh really? Oh, I'm looking so <laughs> I was forward so to looking that. Fuck. All right. All right. I understand. All right. We'll talk to you. We have to, we have, then you make the mistake, right? Then you go, we got to make plans. We got to see each other in like two Saturdays. Yeah, you overcompensate and then you, and they go, sure. And they go, what, if, what did I just do to myself? Yeah. It was out the door. I was like, <laughs> the cop was letting me off the hook on a seatbelt. 
And then I said, no, 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 I had it on. I had it on. I yeah. just took it off. And then he gives me a ticket. Yeah. Then Rob pulls out the one hitter. <laughs> we all go to jail. Well, it's legal. Oh, it's yeah. going to be legal in New York now. So, to, uh, and all past criminal convictions expunged. Not that we had any convictions. No, we had an ACR. But what is that? Uh, I forgot what it stands for, but it's when you just get um, like almost uh, convicted with Rob. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's like a ticket that is uh, so it's like probation. Like you have to go, you have yeah. a hearing, and then it gets sealed or something. I don't remember what it's um, what it stands for, but it's like less hmm. than less than a court case. Well, either way, but it's interesting. It's uh, it's very exciting that that uh, marijuana cannabis. I, I, I need. To, I, I I realize I've read something that uh, the term marijuana. Yeah. Um, ha, it's not. I it, saying it's racist is like too strong. But like the origins of the term in American nomenclature uh, come from like scare tactics. Yeah. Uh, because the uh, from reefer madness, they were saying like this drug from Mexico will poison your children. So instead of calling it cannabis, or they oh. they gave it's the the uh, the Spanish word for it, which is marijuana. Where did pot come from? Exotic. Why is weed pot? That I don't know. That I don't know. But so you'll notice that in government filings, they don't call it marijuana; they call it cannabis. Hmm. Interesting little because the government is so racially sensitive. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fewer uh, letters. It's probably cheaper somehow. To well, print. I have to say they did a really good job with like the racial portion of the of the bill in terms of uh, allowing like making sure that uh, the black and brown neighborhoods that have been affected by the drug war would get their would get equal or better access to these dispensaries and like there there's going to be a a foundation that will help people in those communities start a businesses with uh cannabis so it's i don't it's, think we mentioned this but you should say that we're talking about at the new york state level. in new york in new york specifically yeah because it took forever for them they've been working on it for years and i think last year it was almost legal but the issue was there wasn't enough about uh, letting out people with prior convictions uh, and, and all the stuff that, that I just mentioned. Well, so, it's still not passed. It's not passed. They're supposed to be signing it this week. Uh, the, what, the news that happened is that Cuomo and the state legislature agree to the terms. So mm. it's just a formality at this point, allegedly. Okay. So we'll How see. How do you feel but, about um, um, firing the staff from the White House for pot use? Uh, so just to give a little further context, like came out that uh, six they, like, people, six people were let go because they said that they've used pot recently or something like that. Uh, recent. I thought it was just they had said they had done it in their life. No, because uh, there were some were people who tested. who they weren't specific with what happened, but six people basically got let go for pot. But then the defense was, oh, there were more people that weren't let go because there's you say i think it's bullshit i think it's bullshit no one should be uh, uh like fired for past pot use well, especially when the, the vice president admitted to past pot use 
and and when their their agenda was decriminalizing it so and and like you know his whole thing is like oh you know it's a pointless arrest i don't want people arrested so but so it it doesn't it doesn't uh add up to me i didn't like it good i don't like it either in general, I, I think it should be legal federally. It's it's bullshit that it's, it's at the very least. He said he was going to declassify it, and he has yet to do that. He's because he, right now it is decriminalize. A, uh, not not declassify. You're right. Decri- decriminalize. You're right. Thank you. Today right on now, me- on metal injection, we ask two potheads what they think of people being fired for pot. Uh, bro. Uh, uh, right now like, it is. Uh, a- <laughs> But no, it is a Schedule One drug, which means there can't be any uh, federal research into the drug because it is a Schedule One. And by the uh, way, and, and the list only off other some thing, other Schedule One drugs, by the way, it's like up. the it's hardest. Not even. Well, I want to point out, cocaine is not even a Schedule One drug. Right, it's cocaine. It, schedule One means it has no um, no medical or 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 any kind of positive use to it, and it's only harmful. It's heroin. Uh, LSD, peyote, uh, ecstasy. Yeah, uh, schedule one is the worst drug according to the law. Yeah. Schedule and two. Pot is classified as, as a schedule one drug? Yes, which is ridiculous. It's, it's, they're saying it's as bad as heroin, as LSD, as peyote, as uh, ecstasy, and as meth, which it is not. <laughs> it I have a question, not. though. Like a. Which I'm, I mean, I don't know anyone personally. Cause the person I would get weed from was always you, Rob, in New York. Mm-hmm. But for the people who are making extra cash selling it, uh, not unillegally, do if the dispensary is open, does that mean that they lose their income? Well, not all of it, but yeah, that that's why a lot of drug dealers aren't for <laughs> aren't for legalization, but. Uh, the, the the thing is, right, they can just leave. They can But they can't make the same amount of money in the store that they would on their own. Right, you it's know, off the books. When you books. get into an illegal line of work, that's the risk you run. Well, here's the thing. It's legal in <laughs> Or find LA. something that's still illegal. How about that? Yeah. Sorry. Well, you could, there, there will still be a black market for it because the legal market will be taxed. So it'll be a little more expensive. The, the trade-off is, you know, where it's coming from. You know that it's been, you know, uh, grown in state uh, and like... You'd farm-to-table weed? <laughs> well, you don't know where the... I don't know where my where the weed I smoke is coming from. You don't know... Has that been a problem from. so far? It's... it's I, I would rather like... I would like to know. It's better to know. It's nicer. It's really nice in L.A. Uh, I mean, look. I'm not complaining. I have an amazing service, like Kushner. So it's 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 <laughs> the it's it's practically legal in New York anyway. The only difference is you can't go into a store and buy it, which is I, it's been such a dream of mine for 20 years to just be able to go to a bodega and buy some pre rolls, and just be able to go outside and smoke water, and that that and also go to a weed bar, which this legislation has uh consumption clubs they're called so people will be able to open up weed bars which it's like that was the one barrier that i told people (laughs) would prevent me from leaving the house because it's like i don't like going to bars because i'd have to leave and like sneak around smoking pot if i could smoke in the bar i'd be hanging out all the time 
I just want to say something. Uh, I, you know, I don't think it's really true that the only difference between now and after this bill is that stores will be able to sell weed There's for me, for me, that get locked. Yeah. For you, for white yeah, people, I, I mean, yes. black people get locked up for weed all the time still. Absolutely. It's bullshit. But uh, also I want to be critical of you, by the way. I just think we should mention that. I'm saying like, yeah, like my life is like I I get a delivery service. I get these fancy little 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 tubes that tell me what each week, you know, like so it's it's like I mean, if somebody wanted to fuck with you, they could easily like if a cop for some reason, yeah, you know, they could easily throw you in jail right now. 100 percent. Well, no, they can't throw you in jail. Unless he's carrying like six ounces or something, or well, I guess it's I because it's I have much. because I have them in all these various little containers. They could pop me on intent to sell, which Ooh. is bullshit. Yeah, except Noah just said that you used to hook her up, so there's evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's out tape. of state. It's on tape. Hold on, someone's wow, knocking at my door. Guys. This is a video <laughs> confession. Oh wait, Darren's the one getting arrested for me. Someone's, someone's at the door. Hold on, let me pause. Yeah. <laughs> what? The cops? <laughs> uh, well, uh, switching topics, you know, all of us have, uh, if you're watching the Patreon video version of the episode, which, by the way, another bonus of the Patreon subscription is you get video versions of our episodes, which I didn't mention. Uh, we'll have to get Alex from Lambgoat to subscribe so he could watch the show. Otherwise, you could hear it, but well, we'll he have could to watch say- it live if That's people true. are listening live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. They can That's see right. The, video. the live video feed is free, and then the archive video is on the Patreon. Thank you for pointing out that distinction, Noah. That's important. Uh, so uh, earlier this week, or late, late last week, I should say, uh, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. <laughs> or as Chuck Blendington says, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil Nas X. Uh, put out a video uh, called uh, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, that's like the sub name of it. I forget what the name is. Montanero. Oh, Montanero. Thank you. Montero. Montero. Uh, and the video features uh, himself uh, going down a super pole into hell giving Satan a lap dance and then snapping Satan's neck and then grabbing his horns. And then Lil Nas X becomes snapped his neck. I thought he like caressed it. No, he does like the, you know, like snapped his fingers, snapped his neck. Mm -hmm. And then he took his. (laughs) And not only that, Lil Nas X (laughs) released a, a he did a little marketing thing where he put out a shoe called Satan's shoe. That's really what it's called. Just Satan's shoe. Yes. It's a modded Nike uh, Air Max sneaker. What is Satan about a shoe? Do you just have a always have a rock in it or something? Like- it has a <laughs> pentagram and it has uh, like dye you uh, mixed with human blood. See, I don't that's think not, yes. that's, I don't think which that I thought should- was sorry. I thought it was little not. I thought it was Nas X's blood, but it no. wasn't. It's Gene Simmons's blood. That's the marketing director. <laughs> yes, I have a working. I'm collaborating with uh, little Nas X, or little what Nas X, as we call in call him in Yisrael. <laughs> Let's move Gene out of here. What was Darren gonna say before I cut um, you off? I was gonna say like they're like I feel like a shoe that wants to represent Satan. 
should just be really uncomfortable. Like it should have spikes in it. You know, I feel like this is all decoration. Like they, it's a comfortable right. shoe. Well, it's hype. It could just so be this- Nike. It could just be a Nike no. shoe. It doesn't need all this other stuff on it. To be clear, Nike was not involved in this. So this company, Mischief. Oh, we don't want to make them look bad. Yeah. No, no. Well, they'll uh, sue us like they're suing this company. Exactly. So this company, Mischief, uh, bought 660 pairs of these Nike Air Max 97 shoes and then modded them with uh, basically, uh, so this pentagram design. It's like a pendant. This pendant. And Which then it the has the cool thing about the sneaker. Yes, I agree. Uh, it has a okay. Bible verse on. Oh, I guess this is where the blood is right here on the bottom. Yeah. Here. In, in, in the, the in, gel in the bubble. I'm not yeah. sure this is the best it's, time to be selling products infused with human bodily fluids. I know. It's just a gimmick. It's fine. I don't think I believe you can. Uh, what's it called? Detoxify the blood. Before, I, I would hope they did. Yeah. Before. So, I'm, sure, I'm sure Lil Nas X oversaw all the rigorous uh, <laughs> medical standards involved. Well, the, these 660 pairs sold out. So also it has a yeah. Bible verse and the Bible verse is about Satan falling from heaven. And it's the, also the cost of the sneaker. So it's 666 no. pairs that were sold out. And they were sold for one thousand oh, yeah, right eighteen dollars. Isn't oh oh the oh I see I didn't put that together. But isn't that like kind of anti Satan by like kind of celebrating that he fell from heaven? Like he didn't want to fall from heaven. You know, no, because it's celebrating hell. It's celebrating, uh, uh like uh, you know, sin or whatever. But he was cast so, into hell. You know, naturally. Uh, oh, and to be clear, the reason they're called Satan shoes is this company did Jesus shoes the week Jesus walk on water shoes the week before, oh, which had like ho- the gimmick was they had holy water in them. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. How much did they cost? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the the price was here. I was assuming a lot it was of 14, 25. This company. Right. So their whole thing is, is just like drops, like overpriced drops of like you know, small quantity things. So naturally this is like fucking red meat to Fox news and conservative Christians. And Oh my God, our children, our children, because old town road is his big breakthrough hit last year. You know, it became a huge, huge hit where like kids were singing it. And which is kind of weird because there's a verse in that song about adultery and, and doing drugs, but that's okay. I miss the old uh, town road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I love. And so, and the best part is they were associating it with Nike. Like Nike is doing this. Nike, when Nike had no involvement and Nike got so much bad publicity from these conservative outlets that they're suing the shoe company for using their brand, for creating confusion in the marketplace and all this that, bullshit. Wait, you think that's why Nike is suing them because they got bad publicity or because of a, a trademark infringement, which is what the lawsuit is about? Yeah, but he's saying they wouldn't give a shit about the trademark infringement. Yeah, there's except. plenty of, there's plenty of shoe no modders. I- they probably had no idea that this company was ripping off their brand, but because there, there was so much awareness to it, I don't know if I would connect the two things. I don't think it's because of, I, I think it's just... Like due to the fact so that like, you're saying just- even if if there wasn't this conservative outrage, Nike would still be suing them. Yes, I think like if he had a popular like let's say people didn't care about the whole Satan thing and he made a sneaker and it blew up 
and Nike got tagged and stuff like that, or they found out that their company, you know, that they're like essentially reselling their design modded sneakers yeah yeah they would still sue i mean it's, it's a thing though it's a yeah, thing I don't think it's a whole illegal. scene is yeah, it even it's not trademark infringement wouldn't trademark infringement be if they made their own sneakers and then slapped a nike logo on them these are actual nike sneakers right they, they paid full up. price for the nike sneakers then created an art piece out of them theoretically yeah. and are selling the art piece they're the they can argue that they're the not because that's, it's a Nike shoe. That's what shoe. was in the, in this, the lawsuit. This is a I, I, absolutely. It's a it's a gray area. I, I agree with you, Noah. I'm not disagreeing with you that like Nike is within its rights to not want to be affiliated with this. But I'm just saying the other side of it is it could be a free speech issue where it's just uh, it's like a the the gray area is there in this tweet. They're advertising that this is a Nike Air Max, but yeah. but. It, that's that's the shoe. That's like what it's it like is. saying it's like saying, oh, I bought an Apple MacBook and I modded it and I put all this art on it. And you're buying this art piece that's an Apple MacBook with my art on it. You know mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing they're doing with this. Look at these replies, um, by the way. This is hilarious. So, what kind of uh, devil shit is this? They're literally saying <laughs> devil shit. It's not like you spotted it. That's the best one. Uh. <laughs> devil shit. <laughs> Buy these devil sneakers. Holy, what is kind of devil shit is this? Maybe he means this it like not right. critically, but like actually like which kind of devil does this represent? <laughs> Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah. He's so Really I, I mean, it was great. Like these these Fox News people are losing their shit about it, and they're blaming Nike. So here, and singer you know, Lil Nas X causes uproar clip. over shoes that contain a drop of real human blood. The so-called Satan shoes human. are to promote his newly released <laughs> human, music human. video. Each shoe features a Bible scripture and upside-down cross. Six hundred sixty-six pairs will be available starting tomorrow, with one pair costing more than one thousand dollars. People do it. Sneaker culture is outrageous. And, <laughs> and like, are you going to wear it or are you just going to like display no. it? Like, what is the point? Yeah, it's an art. It's piece. a collectible. Yeah. It's a slightly fungible token. <laughs> you, know, you know who makes them? Who? Nike. <laughs> Nike. That's not it's a Nike shoe. With the sign of Satan on the top called Satan shoes. Get out of here. There's got to be I saw it Come before on. the show. They so just you can't have the Betsy react Ross to flag. keywords. Yeah. They don't Come on, know how to read. Nike made Satan shoes. I heard, uh, <laughs> Will's in disbelief. He's like, I'm didn't I heard uh, Lil Nas X is being sued by Nas for uh, <laughs> marketplace <laughs> infringement. Should. Missing a piece of information. This game. Not you're not because you know how many you know how many look at how sure he is in this incorrect he said six i'm just amazed that a fox news oh, host is showing critical thinking even slightly what? like they must have pulled him off air like what was well, the, the critical thinking where he's like this can't be the whole story that can't be a nike shoe like he's sort of mm. actually getting to the actual truth of it and the other guy's like no we got to be bad at nike this is well, nike's well, look, doing this look who has the final torn, word of course they're torn between conservative outrage and defending corporations mm -hmm. like they don't know it's which exactly one right. yeah. <laughs> those are the two sides of, of any fox argument i'm not kidding it's a little weird look it up it's a little odd it's it when up is down and down <laughs> is up and that's exactly where we are as a culture <laughs> thanks God. all right it's really adam unbelievable. let's ask adam. 
Adam, would what? you buy those shoes just out of curiosity? Maybe hey, I'm just here to do the weather. Okay? Our weatherman is a known Satanist, so let's see. What does he, he think? He kicks up his leg and he's wearing it. Well, spoil, spoiler, the weatherman is the voice of reason. No. Could he say well, yes now? I mean, yes. I mean, I was going to... I was going to dodge this. They're not really Nike. They're Nike shoes, but there's a middleman who bought Nike shoes and is turning them into these. Is that oh, what really? Oh, oh, really? Nike's not okay. making wow. these shoes. So it's uh, like a... Yeah. Uh, I, I'm positive about that. Okay. But yeah. Nike probably could sue if you wanted for you. There's... Oh, no. He's that is a weatherman? Yeah. That is a weatherman that I can trust. Yeah. Maybe uh, uh, the real that... weather. The weatherman did more research than the fucking yeah. anchors on this show. It's yeah, ridiculous. From way back. Oh. All right. Well, that's out of the way. 172 degrees in Tampa, Florida today. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote this editorial oh, uh, cashing in on the little Nas X hysteria. Uh, and my my piece was uh, basically like. Uh, I was writing about, first of all, how all these conservative Christians are in a panic about Lil Nas X and how it made me long for when metal would make conservative Christians have such a panic. And what I essentially my conclusion is, you know, metal has been doing this for 40 years and it's not interesting when uh, metal does it and metal in general right now, there is no mainstream interest like metal can do like a, a cannibal corpse released a video that was 50 times more offensive than the little Nazex video but nobody on fox news you know threw a fit about that i guess they should have had satanic nikes maybe as well is but, it because of greg gutfeld and he like protects the metal bands from fox news because they're all his <laughs> he friends? is a metalhead that's what that's I'm saying. true that one fox anchor uh so my uh, basically, it was just like, oh, you know, metal needs to be more mainstream. Metal needs to get in Does these it? kind of conversations. Yeah, because Why? that's how. That's how because, Rob makes money. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's yeah. what it comes it's down not, to. It's not. It's, it's how the whole scene the makes money. Rob is the mischief of metal. <laughs> I am the mischief, but there needs to be little Nazixes as well, because then it'll get young people into metal. Like, Isn't uh, Slayer the Nazix? I mean, 30 years ago. No one's covering Slayer, still. what Slayer's doing. No one cares That's what Slayer's true. doing. Rob, uh, no one cares what metal, any metal bands are doing. Rob takes the metal and mods it so that it's a liberal pinko Akami news. <laughs> so I wrote this thing and it kind of blew up on Twitter. And then this, then, well, it blew like people were retweeting it and I was getting a lot of compliments uh, about like, yes, I was just thinking about this. But then I was also noticing this weird phenomenon where people were saying, people were implying that I was gatekeeping Satan. Like, like I was trying to say Satan belongs to heavy metal and how dare Lil Nas X do that, which I was not saying at all. Yeah, it's just people and, that just saw the headline and didn't actually read the article. So... I've, I've thought about I, I've thought about this, so Steve I think it's based on my tweet. The tweet my on my personal Twitter, I, I tweeted the article, and I wrote I wrote I wrote quote I wrote an editorial on how it makes me sad slash jealous to see Lil Nas X grabbing the satanic spotlight that used to belong to heavy metal. Now I can see 
how if you didn't read the article, you might assume that I'm saying that that's the gatekeeping, like oh, this Satan belongs to belongs. heavy metal. Is Except you say belong? jealous. Even in that, you're like sort of self-deprecating and like. I know, but he said it belongs. I think it's the word belonged. belonged. Sure. That used to belong. Yeah. Used to. Yeah. That. Okay. So no longer belongs. Yeah. So I'm not saying. Uh, Can he uh, belong so, to all of us? Satan really, is for does. everybody. That yeah. Satan, everybody should love Satan. That uh, ultimately, perhaps it was a poor choice of words, but there were so many people so quick. Like it, it was actually fascinating to see people yes. so quick to jump to call me like a metal boomer. <laughs> Or that, like, I they were trying to Episode say that, title, like, by the way, yes, please. <laughs> One response was like, You've literally. fallen into the Eddie Trunk category. Oh, no, like, now you know what he feels like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go. So, there. <laughs> you could say it, it's okay. So, here, here, here's something here's joke. an exchange. Just got a tiny glimpse of how pissy Lil Nas X is making metal boomers and allow me to say LOL. Like, what? I'm not like, I'm. I'm saying Lil Nas X did a good thing. Like it's great that Lil Nas X is mm. is is pissing off Christians, and I wish metalheads would piss them off that much. You know, metal boomers are now apparently anti-satanic imagery. Took a gay black man to do it, but here we are. So I'm also homophobic now. <laughs> so and there's been there's been countless others like that to the point where I well. Again, there's been a majority positive response to this, but it was just this 10% response where I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you even get this? Yeah, but that's Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it's it, that's basically the point I was, I was getting at. It's any position and you can, you can have the best intentions. People are just on there looking for somebody to dunk on. Like, it didn't matter what I was saying. It didn't matter what my thought was they were arguing with this imaginary person in their head who, who, who has wronged them that because there are metal boomers who I'm sure there are metal boomers who think satanic imagery belongs to metal and, you know, rappers shouldn't be doing this stuff or whatever feelings they have on rap. And, and I, they're projecting that kind of thing onto what I said, which was not what happened. Is it still going on today or is it calmed down? It's calmed down, but the metalheads are some of the most insufferable people on the planet. Well, that, well. That's true. Sure. Who? Wait, is that a comment someone wrote? I wrote that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should at least go back and retweet that one. Not you people gatekeeping Satan. Just people kept saying I'm gatekeeping Satan, which I was just like, okay. That was people the, just like to stand on a soapbox on Twitter. That that's yeah. what it is. It's yeah, like, and I noticed it was all boxes. like I was looking at these profiles, lots of anime avatars, lots of 20, <laughs> 20 year old, like Rob, early twenties. Don't, don't go there. Uh, it's very it, it's just I'm saying it's a certain demographic that that took it this way. Mm-hmm. Our Discord <laughs> feels very seen right now. <laughs> it doesn't make you a bad person. It's just it's a barometer of certain opinions. Right? Yeah, I guess that's fair. Many, you know, many, I'm many really glad. Nice people have like anime. I like anime. 
Tom, I have a talk. Oh, man, there's some people that did like a whole thread about. (laughs) Oh, God. Rob is not going to pay attention to the podcast. I'm sorry. Might as well just read what they wrote now. Just delete Twitter. Just just delete it. (laughs) Go on. Delete it, Rob. Control. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to delete it. How how many followers does this person have? Well, they have a good amount of followers. Wow. He's really. We are getting to see Rob in his natural habitat right Uh now. I'm I'm just saying. I'm very glad I muted this because now I found new threads that would have I would have just been sucked into all day. And it's so distracting too. That's the other thing. It's hard being famous and when people like hear your opinions and have opinions on your opinions. Yeah, putting you yourself out there, putting yourself out there is difficult. Should have popped out eight kids like Lamgo, then you wouldn't have time to uh, focus on all this. But then stuff. they'd be the ones tweeting about how he's a metal boomer. <sighs> you believe what my dad wrote? What an asshole. <laughs> Bobka's already doing that on her dog Instagram. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Undoctor. A bunch of Pazabinis running around. Just because I live with this man does not mean I condone his horrible opinions about Lil Nasix. Woof, woof. <laughs> like Hulk Hogan signing the posts. Woof, woof. <laughs> like HH. <laughs> and then it's just a picture of her pissing on Rob's bong. <laughs> Get me the wrong kind of kibble, huh? Here's yeah, what happens that's right. to you. Rob's not even hearing a word we're saying. <laughs> right wow, I'm still, I'm still on this. I'm like, I'm like, oh transfixed. Do we have any mutuals? Eating on the air. Rob, just read it out loud. Rob, share it with the group at this point. No, don't, don't do it. I don't. It's too toxic. Just close it. It's actually no. I disagree. This is the only time it's appropriate when we can get some entertainment. Yeah, out of it. exactly. Not when he's wasting his time outside of the show. <laughs> Rob, give us a couple. Come, Come on, on, give us the highlights. Yeah, what is it? What, what, what is it? Uh, chocolate. Maybe he's frozen. Oh no, Aaron. <laughs> hold on. Let, hold on. I want to see if I'm getting this right. Heavy metal is now trying to gatekeep. Check notes. Satanism. Also, I like how I'm speaking for all of heavy metal. <laughs> Right. Well, that's that's well, the mantle you, you carry, Rob. Yeah, you're the chacham of metal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, a chacham would truck no Satanism, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's chacham. interesting. Just yeah, like pe- that's what it is. People are just responding to my tweet, not my uh-huh. actual editorial. Yeah, because which it's- which it's so funny. I spent maybe an hour on this editorial. I spent. 10 seconds on the tweet <laughs> and it's the tweet that's getting me in trouble. Yeah. It shows. <laughs> I don't even know. What, what does that even mean? I don't know. I just wanted to I like, I like the delivery. Mark. Thank you. I'm with, you know, <laughs> all right, I'm closing it. We could wrap it up. Yeah. Rob wants to end down. the show so he can go on Twitter yeah. on his couch. No, I know. Like I, I deep into this. Rabbit I hole. want to stay away from it. I muted the thread. I muted like, other I, I I was like I'm done with this uh, earlier today I was like I can't handle uh, I get it because it, it was it's that like dopamine rush of when your phone lights up it's like oh god what did somebody say now <laughs> you know and you have to look at it. it's like oh oh somebody liked it okay great or oh it's a positive one but then it's like oh god this person totally misinterpreted it and it's anyway but at least it's not like fifty dumb interpretations it's all the same dumb interpretation yeah that's fair. And at least it's not like a legitimate uh, yeah. negative interpretation. Yeah. That's when it's, you really feel like shit. 
they're really just all telling right. on themselves. That's all it is. They're all just like, yeah. hey, I want to have some social media cred, but I didn't actually read the article. There is still like Check a part out. of me, though, like a, that just wants to be liked by everybody. I, just uh, want I think I think that's a part of everyone's humanity. Yeah. So, so even though even though I fully recognize what, what you guys are saying about like the type of people these are, it's still like, oh, I I, I wish we could get along. <laughs> we have because you well, know don't insult of- their anime avatars then. Buddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, how did I insult their anime avatars? I didn't insult them. You I just said we all. Saw. I just said I noticed a lot of these people have an anime avatar. Deep digging. Someone did the thing. Uh, where they took they quote tweeted my tweet with the full size version of my avatar. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, what do you have face? on there? What's but, it, it's just it the me. green uh, cartoon character of your face. No, no. I'm wearing the Pentagon mask. Oh, okay. Uh, just kind of like look at this doofus who's making this, <laughs> which is like, oh, I don't deserve this. Not this Wait, treat for me. No, I, I don't want to be there. <laughs> Wait until they see your old interviews, but maybe it'll, oh it'll bump up all the hits on YouTube. It'll make some extra cashish. <laughs> maybe, but okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Now Rob saw- has shifted his gaze to another screen where he has yeah. Twitter open. This is other- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking this way, but it's still Twitter. I've just this, moved the window. <laughs> this is wrestling Twitter now. <laughs> My God, I can't believe what they said about Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Wrestling Twitter is also somehow talking about me. <laughs> what are they? Well, saying? that's because they're loving Square no. Circle Pit. Oh well, thank you. A little plug. I just put up a. She didn't say Damian she Priest loves it. it. She yeah. said those people are. But they love it. Yeah. She's waiting for the Lamb Goat Wrestling Podcast. Oh damn! That's what I forgot to bring up. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? When Alex calls me in for the beta testing, I'll be sure to add yeah. that one. He needs. <laughs> Another way to dunk on Rob by posting stories about something other than metal. No, I somehow you got just back start into this. sending him like gossip about Rob that he could post on his site. <laughs> Can you believe what Rob posted about <laughs> gatekeeping Satan? Yeah, he could signal boost that backlash. And then it'll, you know, like all that money that he's not making on Lambgoat, like that article from all the trolls on Twitter will make him the cash. Yeah. You know what you, you should do, though, if you really want to go deep cover, you get mm-hmm. an anime avatar <laughs> and then go and, and dunk on Rob and provoke him. He'll never know because, you know, he associates all the anime avatars with the dunks. And then you run the Lambgoat and after you made him angry, <laughs> they can report on what he what he said. Yeah, I'll be a mole. Rob, you you went all Satan on your image there. It's all dark. It looks like you're yeah. becoming red. He's reading more tweets. That's just Rob getting angry. Well, the, sun, the sun is setting now, so it's, I'm not getting as much light in my room. Rob's and actually fuming reading these tweets. Right. No, I'm, I've, I've, I've turned There's it off. I, I've, coming out I don't of like looking ears. at it. I turned it off. I turned it off. You seem like you like looking at it. I implore every live cast listener to find that tweet of Rob's and retweet it with your own nonsensical dunk on him, just so he gets more and more confused. Like, who I won't see it. I told you, I muted it. It's. I'll show you. I'll see the links. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can show me. That's fine. Share the dopamine overdose. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> I want to mention our uh, live cast music break. Mm. Uh, every week we pick four songs. Each of us picks a song. And uh, we let you listen to it. You can subscribe on Spotify to the list. Uh, we put all the songs in one list. So it's like a giant list. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. Can I say a real quick anecdote? The other day I was driving around and I wanted to put music on. And I was like, I don't know what to listen to. I don't, know. I don't feel like listening to the same artist. And I was like, wait a minute. I can listen to the Metal Injection live cast music break. And I had it on shuffle and... I heard some stuff I, I recognized because I chose it. And then I heard some stuff I didn't recognize. And it was, was pretty good. By the way, I've also been keeping uh, my own playlist of just the songs I add to it, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun to listen to. I don't know if you do that, but I was thinking maybe we can one day do that. If you take like 15 minutes and round up all the songs and, uh, you know, people can listen to what Noah contributed or what I contributed and so on. I thought that would be a cool idea. Or they could do uh, a game where they try to figure out who contributed what. That too. Right. So, so this week, uh, I'll give it away that I contributed uh, Health. Uh, the song is Feel Nothing. Health is a really cool industrial band from L.A. And uh, I really dig the song. Like the melody got stuck in my head this morning. And so that's why I wanted to share. It's a really, really pounding industrial with very melodic vocals. Highly recommend it. Okay. All right. Sid, what did you pick? I picked a song by the band The Luna Chicks because I used to work for their record label back in the day. And I saw this week that there's a new biography about them coming out, which I have already pre-ordered. I'm very excited to skim it to see if my name is mentioned somehow, or if I'm in any of the pictures, or if at the very least they talk some shit about the, the owner of go-kart records, who I used to work for. Hopefully they hate him now that make me feel good. And so I was thinking about their music. Okay. That's my time. (laughs) Joe Biden. (laughs) I'll stop talking now. Noah. What did you pick? Um, I chose uh, Bill Withers, a classic. Uh, he actually died a year ago today. Oh, wow. Um, hashtag RIP like, legend. Definitely hashtag RIP legend. And uh, the other day I was watching a live concert he did in the 19... I think in like the early 70s. Um, it, it, it was a BBC concert and I was just listening to it and... It was just so good. Um, he is a very good guitar player, had a really good backing band, um, and I just really appreciated it. And he has some songs where if you just kind of like listen to the bass, uh, it could be metal. So um, I, I wanted to add a particular song, but I couldn't remember which one it was today. So I just... Um, just added Ain't No Sunshine, which is a classic, and you just, how can you not groove to it? And uh, R.I.P. a legend, Bill Withers. Go look him up if you don't know him. Cool. Darren? I played uh, Death, not the not the metal band, but the pre-punk band that I'm sure Sid knows. Um, they I, Everyone says that they're punk. I feel like they're more like sort of even thrashy and like funkish you know but 
They're just a three-piece uh, band from the early 70s from Detroit and really awesome. And uh, feed my kind of like mixed classic rock and thrash leanings kind of fused into one thing. So, um, and politicians in my eyes is the song, which I think is just great imagery, you know? I have politicians in my eyes. <laughs> very nice. Very so nice. Do you like death? I'm curious. I've only heard like a song or two. They're one of the ones that I meant to get into. And then I just got lazy and stopped listening to music. So now I don't get into things, but they were, they just missed the cut, oh, but okay. I will listen to the song you put on the playlist and maybe that will awaken something in me. It's rare that I like a punk band, you know, even not a full on, like what I would think of as a stereotypical punk band, but there's definitely punk in there in that soup. And I, I feel like we don't always, you know, you like a lot of things I like. I feel like I don't like a lot of things you ardently like. And I, I want to know what your opinion is on that. You have a much wider, wider taste than I do. I'm not insulting your taste at all. I'm, I'm saying I'm very narrow when it comes to being eclectic with music. So I'm just curious. I think the song that I heard like back in the day sounded good. So I'm sure cool. it's good. While you guys were talking, I, I, oh, no. le- like a drug addict, oh. went back to the, <laughs> the thread. Uh, it's your own fault. You, you made me talk about it. But I do want to say, in one of, the, one of the people that dunked on me, I looked at their thread, and in the quote, in the replies, one of their friends read the story and was like, oh, it's actually not gatekeepy. It was more like, damn, that's awesome. How do we get the media to pay attention to our nonsense? Because it's not for lack of trying. So that's nice. Right, and then, wow. the, then the original person uh, just said that quoting Maroon 5 invalidated what I was trying to say. You quoted Maroon 5? <laughs> oh, yeah, because he said something about how there's no more rock bands. Wait, so you've been go- you've been responding to these tweets? No, he's no, no, in my article. In the article. Uh, in the article so he I did quoted. respond to some tweets. I did respond to some tweets just uh, initially to be I like, hey, you did. How did you know they were? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So uh, let me explain. Did let you me just explain do it now. The- I have to go no. back to work. <laughs> no, I, I wrote the article yesterday. And then like in the first hour or two, I was getting responses and something. And I was like, no, you're misinterpreting uh, whatever. But then after a while, I was like, after there was, it hit a point where like this one, like the first few people that did it, they did engage with me and were like, oh, I see what you're saying. It's cool. Uh, But then there was one person that like refused to even engage with me and was just being like, very, very ironic and sarcastic. And that was where I was like, you know what? I don't need to I don't need to do this. It's time to mute this. Mm-hmm. And so since then I have hadn't looked. And but we sucked you back in. You sucked me back in. All right. Let's get out of here. I want to talk about our top live cast fans of the week. And to be a top live cast fan, you have to dunk on me on Twitter. No, that's not yes. it at all. <laughs> it helps. Uh, no, uh, it's on our Patreon. It's another Patreon tier. It's the $10 tier. And you get everything in the $5 tier, which includes the monthly bonus episodes, access to all previous episodes, video versions of our free episodes, 
And the bonus is a shout out at the end of the show, which I'm sad to say is right now. So let's do this. How should I do it? Do it as little Nas X. <laughs> don't don't or do it as Satan. Nas X. Or as one of the people dunking on you on social media. Like no, I don't want to do it as any of these voice. people. Or you should just do it as Rob. All right. Well, I do want to give a. Sh- How about I do it in a guttural growl, like uh, in tribute to Satan? We have Eric, Rabakadush, aka Justin, Benjamin, El Dudorino, Dan R, Mindy Mayers, Kippa. <laughs> okay, Beth. Croc Destroyer. Gotta do it from my stomach, not my throat. Did, 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 did. Sounds like Judge That was good. I like that. I'd, I'd download that album. Gender. Look right. The crustacean sensation in the God Stopper. Ash Bazelov. Dallas. Robo Vampiro. Shit. Hugo likes tacos. Lando Dukes. Perilous Patches. Scooby Doo. 182. Douglas, who are you? Let me see it. How's your throat feel? It's, it's all right. Terrible. Okay. <laughs> um, I do want to say my favorite dunk from the quotes. Bad. Okay, tell Vark he should fuck the devil then. <laughs> I'm on board with that. I'm into it. Can we get that on pay-per-view? <laughs> is that even a dunk? I don't know if that's a dunk. I think they might be on your side. Fair. Varg is a very holy man. <laughs> All right. He put a lot of holes in another man. <laughs> that's something. That's true. He's a lot more holy than Varg is. <laughs> real, okay. real hero. All right. So Rob then. needs to go back to Twitter. I have to go back. To I, I need to not to be to on Twitter. Darren has so to that's our show. Suave. Oh, thank you for tuning what? in. Wait, hold on. What? Being suave. Oh. Oh my goodness! I didn't know I was being suave. I'll have to turn up. I think suave that's like a part, a part of, of your, uh, of of what Darren, what Darren's charm is. I, I'm gonna blush. I never knew this that I was you got suave. Got the button up shirt. I honestly, I hate to ruin the illusion that I was out of shirts. <laughs> It's <laughs> laundry day. But I, My so I, illusion has been shattered! I usually go and take a t-shirt, which I think is my aesthetic for this show, and I just didn't have any like t-shirts left. So I Did went you to consider closet. going shirtless? Does anyone want to see that? Come on. <laughs> I'll do it if we all do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and no one can wear one more than the other. No think one about, can wear Think about the bra. Patreon subscribers. Well, I guess like my hair is long enough now that I could wear it like a mermaid and I could just yeah, cover. Exactly. Strategic tape. You have to yeah, tape it. 
or like safety pin it, whatever. Or false, uh, not false. These are pasties. Yeah. Okay, Rob zoning out. Go to the <laughs> right. get, get two guy. metal injection stickers from metalinjection.com uh, from our from our merch, merch page and just maybe Sal around. Sal stickers or lamb coat. Yeah, so, the jerk oh. of Barbara. People will be jerking off constantly when this happens. Should we start selling lamb goat merch on our site? What do you think, Rob? Do you have the right to do that? He's I don't think know. I do. Alex will never know. I, th- I think Nike will sue us if we yeah, do. Yeah, I was about to say, what if <laughs> yeah, we just yeah, take lamb goat merch and edit it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. And uh, please don't dunk on me on Twitter. I'm very sensitive on there. Bye.